This evening, I'm going to read to you a number of scriptures, and usually I don't write a message out for the sake of time and to be succinct, and I, I did that. A month ago, I woke up with this song in my spirit, and I don't usually wake up in the morning with, with songs, let alone a Christmas carol. And uh, so I began to reflect on the name Emmanuel that Abe just sang and its significance. And also the message that the angel brought to Mary in Luke chapter 2, verse 11. For there's born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. E.W. Kenyon writes, the measure of his ability or the measure of the ability of the Lord Jesus Christ is the measure of the value of that name and all that is invested in that name belongs to us. For Jesus gave us the unqualified use of his name. Tonight I want to take a few minutes to explore the meaning of these four names, Emmanuel, Savior, Christ, and Lord. And as we do, it should evoke an appreciation for the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the true meaning of Christmas. In Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 10, we have a prophecy declaring a miraculous event. Moreover, the Lord spoke again to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign for yourself from the Lord your God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. Then he said, Hear now, O house of David, is it a small thing for you to weary man, but will you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. God sent the prophet Isaiah to assure Ahaz, king of Judah, that he would protect Judah and the throne of David against invasion by Syria and Israel. Hence the name Emmanuel, or God with us. There was a dual meaning to this prophecy. There was a, a historic fulfillment and a messianic fulfillment. Emmanuel means God with us, which encouraged the king at that time not to be afraid of invasion. But it also means the incarnate one or the taking on of a human body. In John chapter 1 verse 14, we read, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. Dwelt literally means tabernacle. The analogy is that of the tabernacle in the wilderness where God pitched his tent among his people and manifested his glory. Likewise, God in the person of his son Jesus Christ identified with the lost humanity and becoming flesh revealed his glory. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, you had no pleasure. And then, it, then I said, Behold, I have come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me to do your will, O God. Matthew Henry writes, They shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us, God in our nature, God at peace with us, God in covenant with us. This was fulfilled in their calling him Jesus, a Savior. For if he had not been Emmanuel, God with us, he could not have been Jesus, a Savior. 
Now we discover the historic order of his name, Savior, Christ, and Lord, found in Luke chapter 2 and verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloth, cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. And then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Before, Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The word Savior in the Greek implies that one who delivers, preserves, it implies a benefactor and a rescuer. The angel also said to Mary, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The message translation of Ephesians chapter 2 states, It wasn't so long ago that you were mired in that old, stagnant life of sin. You let the world, which doesn't know the first thing about living, tell you how to live. You filled your lungs with the polluted unbelief and then exhaled disobedience. We all did it. All of us doing what we felt like doing when we felt like doing it. All of us in the same boat. It's a wonder God didn't lose his temper and do away with the whole lot of us. Instead, immense in mercy and with an incredible love, he embraced us. He took our sin-dead lives and made us alive in Christ. The name of Jesus links the Redeemer with humanity who, although being essentially one with God and in the form of God, did not think this equality with God was a thing eagerly grasped or retained, but stripped himself of all divine privileges and rightful dignity so as to assume the guise of a servant slave, in that he became like men and was born a human being. And after he appeared in human form, he humbled himself still further, and carried his obedience to the extreme of death, even the death of the cross. The name Christ means the anointed one. The word comes from the verb creo, which means to anoint, referring to the consecration rites of kings and priests. The title Messiah comes from the Hebrew meaning anointed one. Messiah was translated into Greek as Christos, and thus his name Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ actually means Jesus the Messiah or Jesus the Anointed One. And then in Luke chapter 4 and verse 18, Jesus tells us why he was anointed. The Spirit 
of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and set, set, give sight to the blind and set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And then, of course, Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. The name Lord is found in John chapter 13 and verse 13. Jesus said, you shall call me teacher and Lord, and you say, well, for so I am. The disciples never called him Jesus. They were always respectful by calling him Master and Lord. Rick Renner states, The word for Lord expresses the idea of one who has ultimate authority in your life. If you called someone Lord, it meant you were submitted to that person's authority and yielded every realm of your life to his management, direction, and control. Those are four names applied to Jesus, and there are many other titles. But finally, what are these four names? Emmanuel, Savior, Christ, and Lord mean to you and I as believers today. Emmanuel means the presence of Christ is continually with you and I as we go and establish the kingdom of God. All authority has been given, Jesus said, in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The name Savior tells us that we have been saved from our sins, forgiven of our sins. And now we are God's special people, children of God, and we should be zealous to do good works. The name Christ means that just as Jesus was anointed by the Father, so are we. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Finally, the title Lord, and this is an important name, this is an important title, requires the true believer to submit his will to the Father and lovingly obey his commands always. We pray this, and we should mean it from our heart, not my will, but your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Those are four names tonight. And I want us to say this together. Say the name Emmanuel. Say the presence of Christ is continually with me. Therefore, I'm not afraid. Everyone say Savior. Say I've been saved from my sins. Through the Father's gift of His Son. And now, I'm a child of God, ready to do good works. Everyone say Christ. Say, just like Jesus Christ, 
I have an anointing upon my life to be an effective witness. And finally, say, Lord. Say, I'm willing to obey the Father because Jesus Christ is truly Lord of my life. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end, and upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Father, tonight we thank you for the gift of your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for his name, Emmanuel, Savior, Christ, and Lord. Father, we thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to make you Lord of our life. And I want to encourage you tonight, if you're here and you've never asked Jesus Christ to come live in your heart, to become Emmanuel, Savior, Christ, and Lord, tonight's the night. Today is the day of salvation. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life i want you to know tonight this time of season christmas represents the gift of god's own son jesus if you're here tonight and you have never asked jesus christ into your heart to be your lord and savior tonight's the night make it a special christmas The Bible says you must be born again. God loves you. He demonstrated his love while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. So let's pray this prayer tonight together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you for your word that states that we can call upon the name of Jesus and be saved. Jesus, I ask you to come live in my heart. Forgive me of my sin. I call you Lord of my life. Change me, Lord, into your image. I thank you for the opportunity Become a child of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if that was the first time you prayed that, God bless you. Because that's what Christmas is all about. Yes, we like Christmas, we like all the parties and all the gifts, but it's about Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Emmanuel, God.